Hello and welcome to Sailor Time to Pause Friday's episode of So What. I am joined again by a special guest, uh, the same special guest, Gracie. Hello, how are you, Gracie? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, it, not, good. not really a special guest. I was here last week. Special to me. Ah, well, yeah. that's very kind of you. I've got a joke for you. Okay, yeah, I've been waiting for this all week. I've invented a new word. Go on. Plagiarism. What's it mean? Oh! (laughs) Oh, man, I cannot believe I walked into that. That's quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) I got a joke. I thought I'd do one in line with the theme of one of the podcasts this week. So I, I asked Alexa for a joke. Oh, very good. Alexa, tell us a joke. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Because when they do, they crack each other up. I mean, that's the risk you take. Yeah. I will stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. Right then, so Wednesday, as we were talking about a minute ago, we had artificial intelligence write us a sermon. And Ian asked the question, how did we feel about it? I mean, to be honest, I mean, the content was pretty, you know, substantial and I found it informative and stuff. But I don't know if it's because I knew that it was written by AI, whether that affected how I responded to it and whether I was looking for a bit more heart and a bit more Mm -hmm. personal attachment to it. I don't know. Yeah, I think I get what you mean. I hadn't thought about it that way. I'd kind of thought, it's a lovely message. It's very good. But did it have, like you said, the heart in it or like the big revelation in it? I don't know. It was quite short, wasn't it? So maybe it was struck for time. (laughs) It could have been. It got me thinking about something that there was one year where I did three summer schools in different parts of the UK. And summer schools, just for those who don't know, in the the Salvation Army, every summer uh, around the UK, groups of young people, young adults get together, spend a week together. Often it's to do with uh, music or the arts, but also the the main point of it is to get together and and worship and, and Bible study and uh, learn about Jesus. So I did three of these summer camps or summer schools, different areas of the UK, but there was a team that went to each summer school and uh, they would come and host an evening. So they weren't part of the team in the week, they came into it. Right, extras. Yeah, they were, they were kind of on a tour of the summer schools yeah, yeah. and they were doing these sessions. So the first one that I sat through, I was a member of staff on, and, um, you know, it was great, the kids responded and it, it, and it worked. And then at the second summer school, a different group on that team came, but they did the same message. Right. And it was word for word the same. And the second time I heard it, it kind of lost its impact. Right. Probably not for those who were listening, because it was probably the, the first, first time, time they'd heard it. And then the third time, a different group of people came but with the same message because it was obviously the message that that team wanted to get out to the point where when they used an illustration each occasion the illustration started with i knew this person who but it's like 
it, it just didn't ring true because I knew that two other people had said that had happened to them. So it completely watered down, diluted this message. And, yeah. and also because of summer schools and where they're at around the country, you, you naturally get different cultures. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, even if you just go a few miles up the road there's a difference so it didn't it didn't work in that way either because it just assumed one message one size fits all kind of thing but it, it just took out the again the heart and the yeah the meaning of the message do you see what i'm trying to say yeah I've, I've written down sermons are usually or are usually best when they are inspired by god yeah so can ai be inspired by god i think he has he has the power to do that so yeah sure uh, and also personal reflections on life and the Bible. Yeah. Can AI have a personal reflection? At the moment with technology, I'm not I'm not sure. No. But like you said, with those people, was it their personal reflection or was it somebody else's personal reflection that they'd then just... They were reading from a script, quite clearly, because yeah. even the jokes were the same. And I could, I, I, it, by the third time, I knew what was coming. Yeah, were you there telling everybody the punchline before? <laughs> no, I was. I mean, that's not to criticise the, the team. Yeah, it, I'm just explaining how that. You how know, the effect was different on the you. The effect was different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, particularly like nowadays, the personal reflection is really important when you're giving a sermon because people are hearing it. They need to be able to relate to it, don't they? They yeah. need to have that connection or ask this god things just too huge to try and comprehend but if there's yeah. personal side of it personal story it can make a bigger impact i think and a great connection with those mm-hmm. hearing yeah mm. nailed it so bringing that into monday we then had ian's reflection not an ai reflection on the bible jehovah jireh the story of abraham and isaac what you've just said there going from the ai to the to this story it's quite it's massive contrast isn't it it's about relationships and personal angst and challenge of your faith and stuff yeah i was going to say it's about a different ai abraham and isaac i like that yeah but yeah going back to the serious thing and i think it struck me like how much faith both abraham and isaac had in that moment and that they really just wanted to follow god's will and like sometimes i think the things that god asked me to do or the things that like if i listen to what he asked me to do are like not that much compared to that specific thing Mm. and the sacrifice isn't nearly as much as like giving up the giving up my son or being killed do you know what i mean yeah well i think i think there's two things there. i think that in comparison of course the sacrifices we make are not anywhere near that but god sees that god still knows the sacrifices that he he calls us to to make and he because he's such a personal loving compassionate god he knows that there is still sacrifice there i i, I don't think we we can compare it i'm not sure that okay that's yeah. what god wants us to to do but then yeah. i don't know if that's just me copping out of <laughs> making massive sacrifices yeah. but well no i guess this, the story goes on to say that god still provided all along like the the ram was always there like he was never actually going to make them make that sacrifice. Mm. So I guess that's kind of a story to say, to kind of back up what you just said about the God sees the little sacrifices that we make and he loves them. Like he loves us because of those sacrifices that we make. Oh, and as you were saying that, I wonder as well how much 
obviously in this story there's a lot of focus on the, the the bit where he is about to sacrifice his son but there's so much more in the story in the lead up to it that is as important you know the fact that when god told him to go there was no question immediately went i think the word immediately was used in the yeah uh, yeah i think so um, there was no question and he went and that the fact that it took three days to get there, what must have been going through their heads, is all part of the story, isn't it? It's all the questioning that must have been happening. Maybe they didn't verbalise it, but, I mean, I can't yeah. imagine in those three days they were just like, all right, yeah, we're going, down up a mountain. There must have been some internal questioning and battling going on. And I think that's as important to the story as the final moments just before he's about to sacrifice him. Yeah. It's a great song. I love the song. I think Chandler Moore got a great voice. I just, yeah. Yeah. And Chandler Moore, who has also done a song with Phil Wickham, which brings us nicely into Tuesday. Chandler's not on this one, but this is Phil's new song. It's been out two weeks when this episode goes out. This is Our God. Well, it's a great song. Oh, it's, it's one of those that you just have to get up and shout about it. I can see why he... His writing and his, uh, yeah, his songwriting is an inspiration to you with songs like this. Mm. I, w- I was thinking about the, um, I got focused on the word shame and what you were saying about, you know, the bit where you talk about when the, the walls are rubble and they, tr- they try to hide because it is, it's because they feel their shame is exposed, is it? Well, I think because in the Jericho story, the people of Jericho were, they closed the walls and closed the doors so that God's people couldn't come in because they knew how powerful they were and how powerful God was so they were trying to hide from it because they were like wanted to be comfortable in how they were yeah. I think yeah. but I, I just took out of it the, uh, the fact that no matter how much we hide because that's what they were doing they were hiding we can't hide anything from God and because it's human nature to try and hide our sin and shame the fact that God can always see it no matter what is kind of more of a persuasion to kind of come to him for help because if we do that he's never going to accuse us of being he's never going to reject you yeah that's the word i was looking for yeah yeah. i was looking up shame and my uh, i see a psychologist about once a week at the moment and she's talked a bit about shame and she taught me that like the the origins of why we feel that is because it's an intense emotional feeling but it was like a survival for us as a species that without it, we would not feel the need to adhere to laws or cultural norms. But what it does, it puts up a wall. It makes you hide. I think what I'm trying to say is that I think shame is a very human response to situations or experiences that we have, but it doesn't help us. It doesn't help us to live life to the full. It it ties us and binds us. Mm. Um, And what God can do is he can really overcome and give you a different view of things and 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 show you you don't need to feel that way it's not a given that that's how you should feel but he can he can free you from that
Thank y'all so much. <laughs>